Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The Next Mornings and More podcast with Steph and Sean. Now available daily. Good morning, world. Hey, good morning. We're both here. Happy Wednesday. It's March 15th. It's 531. And we made it. We did through what? Snowmageddon? Snowpocalypse? Yeah. What do you call that? Yeah, I don't know. It was something. It's the most snow I think we've we've had all year. When I'm walking around places, I'm like, it has never been this high. Like, where it's piled up type of thing? Yeah, totally. I mean, it was over top of my boots just stepping out of the <laughs> truck in a place that was plowed yesterday morning. Yeah, yeah. So, Environment Canada, we, we have some official kind of ish numbers. Uh, we talked to a homie with Environment Canada. It's going to be on the, on the 6 o'clock news here coming up up in a half hour they say around 17 centimeters but this is just coming from a homie uh in an office down in like edmonton okay so he's judging from afar okay Okay. and just by like all the models and all the things that they have set up that's what he's judging on and environment canada hasn't oh they haven't officially kept numbers since 2007 so which is really a a tragedy i think because we had such a big snow year last year and i want to know comparison since 2007 how we're doing yeah so i think they only log it when you you kind of ask type of thing oh. and they check in on it that type of thing but i will say we have a local weather nerd here who i'm twitter friends with okay <laughs> okay uh i think he works for the wbea the wood buffalo environmental association or yep. air yeah. quality yeah there we go um and so his name's tyler shout out tyler he's great uh as of 9 15 yesterday we were at 17 centimeters this is him just 9 15 yeah in there the morning still a lot of snow after 9 15 in the morning and then uh let's see what was his next update here i believe at around six o'clock at night what did he say Six fifteen p.m we picked up another eight centimeters for a total of 25 and then i think let's see i said i'm counting on you and he said 26 was the total whoa okay so i deal in inches <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and i've just typed it into google that's 10.2 inches of snow we got yesterday damn so almost a foot very nearly a foot of snow and it sure felt like it i mean walking around on the sidewalk walks i saw somebody trying to maneuver a sidewalk, they gave up, jumped the snowbank, and walked on the side of the road. There we go. Yeah, I totally understand that. I totally understand that. So yeah, you can tell all your friends. We did the math for you. Almost a foot of snow, 10 inches. My husband and I went to comedy night together last night, and we have this kind of tag team vibe where he runs the sound and I introduce <laughs> the comedians. Wow. Okay. Two people doing the job. Yep. Two people doing the job. It is pretty great. Everybody should get a husband like mine. <laughs> And so I was over chatting with the comedians and they said, do we need to do sound check? And I was like, ah, no, my husband's a sound guy. And they're like, oh, what's his name? And I said, Sky. And he was like, okay, Sky and Steph. And I was like, yep, two S's. And he goes, where's the extra S? Like, pardon? And he was like, you said two S's. Like, is it like, were you like named by a snake? And I said, pardon? And he goes, Steph? <laughs> Sky and I was like, no, no, no! Like both of our names start with S's. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, who is this guy? He's making me laugh right now, but I also am not sure about his IQ level. He's like, your name <laughs> begins with two S's. That is interesting. Yeah, it, I think that only happens with Aaron's, doesn't it? A A Ron. I think with the massive snowstorm yesterday, all of a sudden it triggered in my brain that I wanted ice cream. 
You were just like, it's icy outside. Tons I need of snow. some ice cream. I need a treat. Yeah, I don't know. During this. Last night, lying in bed. I live right beside here. I live right beside Savon. I was like, ate my dinner. I was hungry. And I was like, I deserve a dessert. I don't have any desserts in my home. I should go over to Savon and see what's happening in the ice cream aisle. You're kidding. You, lying in bed, thought you should get out of it and go outside in the snowy blizzard. I am impressed. I need to golf clap you, pat you on the back. Like, that never happened. It was a horrible decision. I'm not going to lie. The <laughs> trek over was horrendous. It was so deep in snow. And I was like, wow, I regretted it halfway through. I got like a minute into my walk. And I was like, why am I doing this right now? I was literally covered in like three blankets, like three seconds ago. Oh my goodness. But you made it over there. I made it over Pressed there. on towards the prize. And I got my ice cream. Now, how well do you think you know ice cream prices, Steph? Oh, I am pretty good at ice cream prices. I definitely uh, a scour the ice cream aisle about <laughs> once a week. Okay. Okay. So I made it worth it. I got a haul last night. I was like, I walked here in a <laughs> snowstorm. So I am making sure that I just load up. So two pints of Ben and Jerry's. Yeah. Um, I got Ice cream bars, Hagen Doss. There's three of them. They're like strawberry shortcake, and then I got a Briars tub. It's bigger. The Briars tub. Okay. Okay. It's cookies and cream. The two Ben and Jerry's. One's like a um in improv. <laughs> it's fudge. I don't know what the first word is. And the other one is peanut butter fudge. Okay. 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 Uh, what do you think? Uh, let's break down the cost. Let's see how well you know this all. What do you think that would cost? Well, let me just ask, like, did you buy it because it was on sale or because it was an ice cream craving? Like, how did you end up with two pints of Ben and Jerry's? Uh, a little bit of both. Let's just go for OG cost. What do you think this OG would have costed? Okay. I think that the Ben and Jerry's tubs start at $6 each. Okay. So you're at 12 12 I think the Briars for a liter tub is usually around five forty nine. Okay. So um, now we're at 17 17 50 and then those three ice cream, and you said they're Hagen Dogs. Hagen Dogs, three. A little bit cheaper than the Magnum for <laughs> sure, but still expensive. And I'm going to go that you probably nearly had to pay two fifty a bar for each one. So two times three, you're going to put seven fifty onto the total. Okay, so, so we're at seventeen fifty plus seven fifty. Thirty-four, thirty-five. No, no, twenty. Twenty-five. <laughs> 25. There we go. <laughs> Math hard this early. Okay. Well, it, this is why I bought so much because it was on sale. Ooh. All of it. They have massive sales right now on ice cream. Okay. Let me guess the sale price of the Ben okay. Jerry's. All right. Okay. If it's six dollars, <laughs> usually a thing, and you were tempted to buy it, I bet you it was on sale for three ninety-nine a tub. Ooh, close. Yeah, I think it was like three twenty-four. Wow, that's even better. That's amazing. <laughs> what was that? Two for six fifty. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. There, it, it, it was a sale ticket that I've never seen before. It was like until supplies last, limited pricing, price to sell or something. Oh I was my like, is goodness. something wrong with them? Don't care. Ben and Jerry's a pint, $3. I was like, yep. That's unheard of. That's amazing. Uh, Briars was on sale as two? Yep. Okay, that was on sale for- Everything was on sale. <laughs> I don't buy full price. Come on. Three ninety nine. Yeah, that was also around three twenty. Wow. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you might have to go over. I need to right now. Don't buy it all up before I get there. Yeah. Uh, the Hagen dogs I was thinking you paid about seven bucks for it, and it was on sale? Yeah, around three bucks. Oh, my gosh. Right. Did you spend $9 on ice cream last it was, night? It came out to around $15 with like tax and everything for the, all of my ice cream haul. Well, I guess you thought it was worth it on your way back home, right? Yeah, spidey <laughs> senses went off. See, that's why I wanted to go. I was like, mm, I bet you everything's on sale over there. <laughs> and it was. 
gotta say, like the Ides of March came. It is a snowstorm, snowpocalypse out there. But looking at the forecast, supposed to warm up to plus eight in just two days. A matter of days here. Yeah, it's going to be nice. So the question is, are you shoveling Mm. or are you waiting for Mother Nature to do her work? Yeah, the age-old debate, hey? I think first snowfall, you would be ambitious. You would go out there. You would shovel that darn driveway. You'd get it done, and then you'd go out three hours later, and you'd shovel it again. We're in <laughs> March now. We're tired of it, right? Yeah, I think I think there was probably a lot of driveways that stayed untouched, and people just were like, I got a truck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to drive over this. <laughs> I got four by four. I got a truck. Yeah. I Well, even my stance on this, when I owned my house, when I had to shovel uh, my driveway, this, that, and the other, I was always, I'm waiting for it to, if it's, if it's going to be nice, waiting for the sun to do it. Wow. If it's a giant snowfall, I'm only doing it once at the end of the day. One giant snow shovel. I'm not doing multiple during the day. Okay, so this time, for instance, we got 10.2 inches of snow yesterday. It's up over top of your boots. It's hard to drive in your driveway, but the forecast is two days away from melting it all. Would you shovel or not no. in March? No, I'm not shoveling. What about you? Um, I gave my husband the option. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, unlike other times, I'm giving you an option here. <laughs> I sound like I'm the boss. No, I just said, are you going to shovel? And he was like, I think I have to. Like, I don't really think I can let it go. And I was like, man, I'm, I'm surprised because last year with all the snow, he did get quite fatigued toward the end of winter. Oh, yeah. But yesterday he went out twice. He went out around four o'clock and then again around 10 o'clock and just had to to try and get that snow moved around. It felt like full on a snowbank had arrived in our yeah. in t- across the entire driveway. Well, big's up to big ups to him. Maybe did he take the day off today or I think he's going to be at work today as well. You so. better text him see if he's moving. That's a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> HBO TV show The Last of Us, filmed all throughout Alberta, has just been catching headlines pretty much every week with every episode that they put out, Steph. Totally. And you are falling victim, falling, you're, you're clickbaiting every single one. You got to know about it. Big time. Uh, and, and the best thing is, is my TikTok timeline, my For You page, gets filled with all of the behind the scenes and the secrets of that episode, like the next day. So it airs on Sunday night, and then on like Monday and Tuesday, my, my For You page is just filled with all the behind the scenes. And they did a season finale on Sunday, Correct. so are you getting a ton of behind the scenes this week too? Yeah, so the nine weeks is over, nine episodes. It was so, so good. If you haven't watched it, HBO, it's great. It's on Crave. Binge it all. Uh, one of the coolest things, there's an iconic scene in the season finale. No spoilers. It's just, a, it has a giraffe in it. And a giraffe? Yeah. Oh, very cute. And and so it's an iconic scene. And naturally, my mind works where I'm just like, okay, the building that they're in is real and the giraffe is CGI. It's fake. In the scene, they feed the giraffe some like leaves and vegetation and stuff. and And then they move on. But in my For You page, all the behind the scenes stuff, they were at the Calgary Zoo and the building was fake. It was all green screen, the building, (laughs) and the giraffe was real. Oh my gosh. I wonder what the giraffe thought. Were there any zombies around the giraffe or were these all people who hadn't (laughs) been infected yet? (laughs) Yeah, no, it was just, it it was two real humans. It was uh, two of the main characters that were feeding the giraffe, just kind of making their way through. And and then they run into it type of thing in like a skyscraper type of thing on like one of the like third or fourth floors or whatever it was. And it, it was just so neat to see that they went that route instead of the other way of just having a fake giraffe. 
Yeah. Have you ever been up close and personal with a giraffe? No. I just have to tell you about their fur. It is so cool. Yeah. It literally looks like a carpet, like a rug oh. that you would have on your floor. And it is, you know, how giraffes have those like kind of geometrical brown spots on yeah. them. But it looks like they've just been covered in somebody else's rug. But that's actually how their <laughs> fur grows. It's so cool. Very neat. Yeah. So that's just a nice little, nice little tidbit of uh, The Last of Us for you. Have you heard of Swedish death cleaning? Yeah, it's my favorite hobby. What about it? <laughs> Do you, Have you heard about it? No, but I honestly think that your life has really afforded you to be able to say that you have Swedish death cleaned. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, no, I haven't heard about it. <laughs> Is it one of those things where you're going to educate me? I'm going to educate you just a little bit. So I just learned about this yesterday, and apparently it is, you know, cleaning out your clutter, discovering things that you don't need anymore, so that after you die, oh. your loved ones aren't left with all of your mess. Wow. Okay. And it started in Sweden? Like, <laughs> Yeah. So she says it's about doing a favor for those who survive you. Her name is Margarita Magnussen. And she mm. wrote a book called The Gentle Art of Swedish Death Cleaning. How to make your <laughs> loved ones' lives easier and your own life more pleasant. And this is 100% a people pleaser type of thing to do. <laughs> it's like, when I die, you will have a good life. Yeah. <laughs> you will not have to do anything for me. When I die, I'll have already gotten rid of all of my things, so you can just have the lump sum of money and call it today. <laughs> <laughs> Grim. <laughs> Sorry. But she is saying it's kind of like living, not really living minimalistly, but like kind of preparing your life so that there isn't things that you don't need that someone else has to deal with, but also things in so that you can live your life in a place where right. you don't have clutter or just like, oh my gosh, I'm tripping over this uh, item that is no longer in use, but I didn't get rid of it. And then your loved ones are like, what did they use this for? Yeah, uh, I guess if you aren't paying thousands of dollars for the funeral, the least you could do is clean up your life before you go. <laughs> you know whose PR people we could take a lesson from? Who? Bees. Bees, they have PR people. <laughs> I just feel like they have come like back into the public light and people love them now. Oh, because they help everyone, right? They help the earth. They do help or humans, the earth. but they used to be like, be scared of bees, run away from them, swat at them. They're going to sting you. I remember those days. I was young. And I was traumatized. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, hello, little bee. You're okay. You just be safe there. People are nursing bees they're back trying to, to pick hell. them up and everything. Yeah. Like, they're just like, everybody loves them. Now, Farmer's Almanac is advertising to me that I should add, on top of my birdhouse in my yard, a bee house. Are you going to do it? Um, no. The birdhouse in my yard doesn't get any food because I'm terrified that a raven's going to take up residence in it. Okay, so it's just a, it's it's an empty, it's a vacant birdhouse. It's a vacant birdhouse, oh. and yeah, I'm not I'm not keen to add as much as the PR people have worked really hard, and I'm I respect bees and I love that they're pollinators and yeah. they help our food. I don't think I want to have one living in my yard. You're so much of a people pleaser, though. So I think if we throw enough fun facts at you and shame you into having a bee house, we can get you there. You're Not only a people person, you're going to be a bee person as well. No, I don't want to be a bee pleaser. <laughs> I have a what would you do in this type of situation scenario, Steph? All right. Uh, busy parking lot question for you. So let's just visualize it, okay? Let's picture something. Stony Creek Plaza right here. Yes. You were trying to get to one of the three. Starbucks, McDonald's, Smoke and Butcher. One of those three, okay? okay. Right and in I'm front staying of on the top level. I'm not going down Correct. to G1, okay? That's right. So it's all on the top level here. 
pretty much every parking space is taken up, but it's constantly changing. People are coming and going, that type of thing. And it's a massive snowstorm like we had yesterday. I might, or I pro- I did see this yesterday. So <laughs> okay. I'm putting you in this situation. <laughs> massive snowstorm right there. Now you are pulling up. You're going to one of those three uh, situations. You do a quick drive-by to see if there's any open spots. And then all of a sudden, someone puts on their reverse lights. Okay? Mm. There's cars behind you. All right. There's two or three cars behind you. Do you stop and hold up those two or three cars and wait for that person to back up? Or do you just keep swinging around and find a spot? Uh, In this parking lot, I stop and wait for them to back up. I hold those cars up. Oh, okay. And then you pull in and then you got the nice close spot? Yes, kind of. I mean, I... I often do this where I'm like, I am going to get this parking spot. And then I feel really guilty about making people wait or like maybe it's their turn because I should be constantly moving in a parking lot. And so oftentimes I'll make them wait till almost the last second. And I'm like, oh, OK, fine. I'll just keep going. <laughs> it's like I almost <laughs> let you back up, but now I'm going to keep yeah, going. Never mind. I'm going to cause an accident instead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I think I'm I don't have any patience. And so I just keep driving. I don't I don't wait around. Oh. And I think I think what you should do is let the person back up and clear up that spot so you can pull in. Yeah. And and you think that's the etiquette or? I think so. I think that's the etiquette because it's so busy. You're giving the person a time to to back out and get out of there and then you can take up a spot type of thing. But then yesterday what I saw was just three people laying on their horns. No. And trying to drive around. And I was like, ah, this is hilarious. And I love that I'm people watching right now. (laughs) (laughs) I hate it when they're trying to drive around because this parking lot is serious mayhem. Like, ask me about a different parking lot. I'd have a different answer. But because this one is such, like, I am so scared driving on the top level that someone's going to accidentally yeah. back into me or pull into me that I think it's every man for themselves. Yeah, yeah, I agree <laughs> with that. We polled the listeners a little earlier in the show with the age-old question, are you shoveling kind of all throughout the day, today type of thing, tomorrow, yesterday and today, or are you leaving it and you're just letting the sun do the work because what, on Friday plus eight? Friday plus eight. Now, I tried to convince my husband that um, just waiting for the sun to melt it. But he was like, I don't think we can. Like, our, our vehicles aren't big enough to get over these snow humps. Well, uh, a lot of people are, are in the same boat as your husband. 67% of people said they're going to shovel rather than waiting. Wow. I really drove by a lot of driveways this morning that I thought, those people are waiting. Those people are waiting. The majority in my mind have waited, but maybe they were just waiting until the snow stopped falling to get it all in one go. Very interesting because a lot of the driveways that I walked by this morning also were waiting. It was rare if someone did shovel their driveway, but maybe we're both just part of the 33% that are uh, on the waiting train over here. Well, at this point, too, I mean, I feel like the snow is kind of spread out across your driveway and then the sun is going to melt it kind of in an even go. If you do pile it up, then it's just harder for the snow to get to that next layer and and, or the sun to get to that next layer, you know, and and get it really melted. So I think wait two days, see what happens. If the weatherman's wrong, then (laughs) take to shoveling. There we go. Yeah. April texted in 780-791-1037. She said this was actually a topic of discussion this morning at her work. Consensus is to wait for the warm weekend to melt most of it. So uh, all the silent people are in the shoveling category, apparently. Interesting. Made national news with our Junos event in Canada. It was in Edmonton over the weekend. And of course, the part that made national news was this topless protester who jumped up on stage during Avril Lavigne's uh, announcement of 
A.J. Dillon coming up on stage. Yeah, and and also Avril's response to the protester. The main one of the main takeaways that I have uh, was just how easy it was to get up on stage. Yeah, she seemed like she had no problem stepping up on stage, um, taking off her coat, and then having like <clears throat> lots of seconds to walk around. In her nakedness. It, it uh, almost which, looked like she was shocked by like how long she was up there. She was standing there and she's like, oh, I'm still here. What else should I do up here? Yeah, I guess I can walk around. I guess I can put my arms up. I, <laughs> and I wonder, like, I wonder, I wonder if someone went up when Connor McDavid was up there. Do you think security would have been up there real quick because they have to protect their golden child oh. in Edmonton? That would suck because I think Avril Lavigne's a golden child of Canada. She's, but it's it's Edmonton. You have to remember, right? That's the golden child. That would be interesting. It is interesting the choice that this lady made as to when to go up on mm-hmm. stage. I wonder if she did strategically or if she was just kind of like, okay, the security guard's fifteen paces away at least. I guess it's my turn. That's right. But she's been charged now, right? Yes, she was thirty-seven years old. They haven't released the name, but she was charged with mischief. Uh, good old mischief. She's probably already out walking. Around, uh, just doing her own thing. She's like, yeah, worth it. All of that, like, literal uh, worldwide attention. And I just get to walk around and maybe get charged with mischief. Yeah. I wonder, though, is her cause getting the international attention? I think, moreover, the moment is, but it's very hard to see what's written on her back. She should have got a bigger marker or something. <laughs> <laughs> bigger marker. Yeah. <laughs> It's Wednesday, which means it's SPCA Pet of the Weekday. Always big shout out Pet Valley downtown in Eagle Ridge for making this happen. Also the former Murray SPCA for making it happen. Misty, thank you so much for taking the time. Who'd you bring with y'all? So this Wednesday we have our resident Piper. She is a four-year-old. We have her down as a Rottweiler cross, but we were all speculating. She's got a little bit of something else in her. She's brindle. Um, she probably has a little bit of staff in her. She's incredibly smart. Uh, she knows all her tricks. Her She's been house trained, um, kennel trained. She's all over a smart girl, very loving. Uh, she loves scratches, very cuddly. <laughs> Perfect for any home, you know? Yeah, I was giving her some some butt scritches a little earlier. She was definitely digging that. Uh, Steph, we were saying kind of a cute version of that hyena in Lion King. <laughs> yeah, definitely look up the cartoon version, not the live action. And uh, it's like kind of the one that Whoopi Goldberg plays. It's, it's like a cute dog version of what the hyena, just like the color and everything. Yeah, yeah, and that little face. Well, it's so cute. Yeah. Her, big, her big eyes. She's got these beautiful big eyes. Um, she's very, very sweet. Uh, she's been working with Daylene and Kim, our attendants up there. But we'd love to see her go home soon. You know, she deserves it. She's eagerly waiting to meet you in our, our our canine adoption room. So if you're looking, you can come out and walk her too. She's great on a leash. So <laughs> recommend it. And what else is happening at the SPCA? So it's just that time where... Um, Locked in the Kennel is coming up on um, next Friday, actually, March 24th from 10 to 6. So if you're a person who wants to get together with your coworkers, lock up your coworker, or if you're a business who wants to come in, send a rep. I know we have uh, Ford coming down 
they're sending someone. Legacy Dodge is sending someone. Um, we have a couple more businesses on board too, so it's going to be a fun day all in support of the SPCA. And there's also a little surprise thrown. I know we've had puppies last year. People got to cuddle puppies. Um, we had a, someone play music, so if you're a musician who wants to come in with your band, yourself, it's, it's just a fun time overall. Uh, and it's only an hour out of your day. Or if you're not able to make it and you just want to still make an online profile and just come in before then and grab some photos, you can do that as well. Awesome. Misty, thanks so much for joining us. We're about to go on Facebook Live and show off Piper in uh, in video time. Bless you. She's sneezing. Bless you. <laughs> Would you rather Wednesdays? Gonna have to dig deep in your brain for this one, Steph, okay? Deep, deep, okay. Would you rather your fingers are now pens <laughs> or your hands are slices of bread? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I guess I'm gonna... Like, neither sound practical whatsoever, <laughs> but I guess I'm going to take the fingers as pens, because at least maybe I'd still be able to pick something up. The bread sounds soggy. <laughs> <laughs> You'd run into a lot of weird situations with bread hands. I don't know where you came up with this idea. <laughs> you don't have to know. <laughs> Got a wild imagination over there. Uh, would you rather not be able to watch March Madness? Or not be able to watch Ted Lasso ever. You, oh, oh, you, oh. <laughs> I need March Madness. I need it. I absolutely need it. I love Ted Lasso, though. This is tough. Season three just came out. I need to binge it and watch it in one day, pretty much tonight. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, I need to watch March Madness. I need to watch the live sports that matter. Ted Lasso, I can unfortunately do without. Wow. Okay. What a choice. Oh, that, that sucked. <laughs> Want more of today's show? Download the Mixed Mornings and More podcast. Now available every weekday.